Hey, welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations Around the Messy Intersection of Faith, Family, and Business. And today, I've got a tool for you that's going to really help you navigate this messy intersection. So over the last few weeks, actually, this seems to be something that continually comes up. Just people that are struggling with identity, or they're being pulled different ways by different people. And what we've found is that there's one really, really good resource to help you navigate that. So, and this is all around strengthening identity. It's actually how to write your I am statement. So when you don't know who you are, you'll live someone else's life or expectation of you. You feel frustrated. uh, You're like, you're never hitting the mark. It's never enough. Alternatively, what we do is uh, we make up Uh, fake personas, fake narratives that we hide behind. Um, I'm just pausing because I'm thinking of some particular examples that are celebrated publicly but uh, lead to dysfunction and more dysfunction the more that we try and fake being somebody that we are not. It results in the same cycle of excessive performance, trying to prove that we're something or somebody, or futility and depression. And sadly, actually, uh, the, the ultimate aim of that, of trying to be somebody that you're not, is death. Not fun, not cool. So what do we do about it? How do you discover who you were born to be, your true design, and begin to move authentically towards that? The more you do that, you find more and more fruitfulness and fulfillment. Uh, Although, just just a quick heads up, this does not mean it's without adversity, challenge, difficulty. In fact, I think the way that society and culture is, it's actually harder to walk being who you truly are in terms of external pressure. But I guarantee you from an internal perspective, life and more life and ongoing. So... How do you discover who you were designed to be and how do you stay true to that in the midst of the pressure to conform to so much less? Here's some practical steps developed through my life and my journey with God. So uh, just foundation to this, to be really clear, you'll never find complete fulfillment without a growing connection with Jesus Christ, who is the author and perfecter of life. If you try and live a life apart from him, it is a life destined to hit the rocks, sabotage. It may not happen immediately, but it will happen. I was talking with someone yesterday, the difference between sorrow and sacrifice. Sacrifice in following Jesus, it's upfront and you know what it is. Sorrow is what follows people living any other life and it builds up over time. So number one, you'll never find complete fulfillment without a growing connection with Jesus Christ. Secondly, you'll never find complete fulfillment this side of Jesus returning with the fullness of his kingdom. The kingdom is now and then. There's a point at which he will return and establish the full administration of that kingdom on earth. So there's something within us that is never satisfied until we fully experience that, which is all of creation. All creation groans and waits for the fulfillment of sons and daughters of God. That's you and I, and we'll never be that without the full representation of Jesus' kingdom established on the earth. So in the meantime, we get to walk that out. It's the process. So two sources, one, the word of God, who scripture says you are, and prophecy, the Holy Spirit inspired spoken revelation of who you are. And spoken by trusted and mature people who are operating in the gift of prophecy. If 
If you're not sure about who does that, check out Dan McCollum's uh, ministry. Uh, super, super trust that. Chris Valentin also has some great resources that can help you in this process. So number one, who does Scripture say you are? Or why would I even talk about this? What do the Scriptures say of you? Check out this. This is Psalm 47. Then I said, this is David talking, look, I have come as is written about me in the Scriptures. David writing of himself, and it's also referred to Messianic prophecy, pointing to Christ. Here I come, as is written about me in the scriptures. So David is writing, reading the scriptures, and in his case, that was the Torah, the, 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 the law and the prophets. That's the Old Testament. It's not even what we have today. It was only like half the book. He's reading that, and he's reading things written about himself. So, and a bunch of that wasn't even written in David's day. So I don't even know what he had at that time, but he was writing or reading that and reading what it said of him. So secondly, another really cool example of somebody that did not even know God, Cyrus, king of Persia, who read about himself in Isaiah 45. If you jump into Isaiah 45, it was written 150 years before Cyrus even existed. Isn't that cool? By name in Scripture, powerful story that you can read about. Uh, if you search Cyrus and biblical prophecy, you'll find some of that. Be careful just in searching. Just be wise and careful as you look up these sorts of things. But phenomenal. And so Cyrus actually fulfilled what was written of him because of the influence of prophecy in scripture. Uh, next one, we've got this, and I love this one, John the Baptist, John 1, 19 to 27. Uh, he was uh, doing what he was born to do. He was baptizing people in the wilderness. All of Israel came to him, which is another whole story of how that's even possible. And the religious leaders keep asking him, who are you? Are you the Messiah? And he goes, I am not the Messiah. Well, are you the prophet? He says, I am not the prophet. He goes, well, who do you say you are then? And by what authority do you do these things? He responds. And John replied in the words of the prophet Isaiah, I am a voice shouting in the wilderness, clear the way for the Lord's coming. In other words, as it is written about me in the scriptures. I just... I mean, I'm just getting goosebumps. This is the coolest thing ever. Now, just note that when he said that was the very next day that Jesus showed up, the very fulfillment. There is something about when you say and agree with who God says you are, things get accelerated. And I'll tell you more about this in a moment. So who do the scriptures say of you? What do the scriptures say of you? And how do you find out? So number one, Read the scriptures while asking the Holy Spirit to guide you. There's a book, it's called the Bible. It's the handbook of life. It's the way of life. It will lead to life and more life if you will read it and follow the way. So one is read that. Number two is what is your life verse? Maybe you've got one already that defines who you are and or what you will do. So for me, uh, when we were back in New Zealand uh, church with Pastor Mike Connell and Hastings, uh, he led us through a season, 21 days prayer and fasting around what the Lord has called us to our purpose. So I'm just kind of thinking, you know, angels show up, major things. like, And at the end of that 21 days, uh, I had an inspired thought to read 
Titus 1.5, and it says this, For this reason I have left you in Crete, that you should set in order the things that are lacking and appoint elders in every city as I commanded you. And I was disappointed. I was expecting something significant, new, and this just defined what I was already doing as a business consultant, as a bank manager, as an international community worker in Uganda. Everything, everywhere I went, we would continually and repeatedly find out what was missing. So as a consultant, you find out where are you, where, you, where do you want to be, and we map a pathway to get from where you are to where you want to be, uh, to set in order what is lacking. That's what I do as a, as a discipler of a small group. That's what I did. Uh, as a leader of a worship team, that the kind of like, this is not fair. I'm already doing this. This is not like exciting or anything, but actually it defines who I am. I appoint elders in every city as I commanded you. So literally that has become the catchphrase of my life. I give people clarity for what's next and the courage to do it. It's a tagline for a business. And I referred that in a previous episode. So I find what is missing and I set in an order. Then I find and encourage or anoint or appoint people to lead wherever they are placed by God. So if I turn that into a declaration, I am a skilled builder of the lives of people. That's actually my name, Andrew, strong manly, Jonathan, gift from God, Mason, builder of stone. We know stones, living stones are people. I'm a skilled builder of the lives of people. I'm sent to set in order what is lacking and appoint leaders, ecclesia, in every city. That's defining what we're doing right now with the Heaven and Business strategy based on the East Coast of the United States. It is cool. So that's number one. Number two, what does prophecy say of who you are? So I've been really fortunate, highly favored, whatever you'd call it, to be, have always been in communities of people that value hearing and sharing the voice of God. Now, if you are not, uh, there are so many places that you can access this virtually. I know uh, Bethel Church in Redding, California has online prophetic sessions. Actually, I was checking out a church here in New Hope, Pennsylvania, who do a prophetic do prophetic sessions online. That was uh, the Crossing Church at Washington Crossing. It's a United Methodist Church that has a prophetic team that did this online for anybody for free. And so I actually jumped on to kind of check it out. Like, who are these people? Are they really legitimate? And number one, they gave great foundations to what they're doing and how they're doing it. Number two, the prophetic words that they gave me were 100% in alignment with everything I'd already heard from God. So nothing new. It was actually confirmation. So you can find these. Another really, really good resource is Prophetic Academy. Dan McCollum's material and content. I've walked with him. I've seen the fruit of that work. It is outstanding. So those are just some great resources that you can find. So the beauty of this kind of community is you get to hear things repeated and are able to process what you're hearing with mature and wise people who can help you get clarity. So I've written down, I've taken those things, I write them down in a document and keep that over time and I can repeatedly go back to those words for direction, confirmation, encouragement, comfort. And so what I did is we had Dan McCollum come and present at one of our executive retreats and he was talking on material from his book, The Good Fight. So I took, as a result of hearing that, I took 
uh, his training and applied it immediately, which, uh, which identifying a prophetic word that's over your life that's significant and then breaking it apart, the different things that it says about who you are. Uh, there may be conditions. There may be things that God says. Just go get a copy of the book. It, it's going to really, really help you. And, and one particular word was from Chris Vallotton. As I was being commissioned as a minister under the Bethel Church umbrella, and when I first turned it into a declaration, I felt awkward. I felt embarrassed. Like, who, who am I? Who do I think I am to say this? And then the classic is, Andy, you didn't say this of yourself. This is actually what God says of you. Aligns with scripture, aligns with your purpose. And so get over it, get used to it, get walking in it, and actually just agree with it. Because you're saying, I'm not some self-medicated, self-manufactured person. I'm actually, I'm not self-made. I'm a God-made man. And he's the one that made me who I am. And as I align with my maker, things start working. It's really good. So what did that declaration sound like? It sounds like this. I am a pastor of powerful people. I love them fearlessly and they're attracted to me. I am a bridge of connection across racial, political, and economic divides. So as I've listened less and less to what people say and more and more to what God says, that declaration has helped me navigate uh, different accusations, questions, undermining behaviors, and get clearer and clearer and agreeing with what God says, declaring over my life. I've seen a rapid acceleration of stepping into that very thing. Sitting in order, what is lacking, and appoint leaders in every city. We're doing workshops around the United States in particular cities. Why those cities? Because those are people who are hosting that, that I'm personally walking with to set in order what is lacking and appoint ecclesia leaders in every city. Does that mean leaders of the city? No. Leaders in the city, people that would uh, influence, shape, disciple, build a life that would represent Christ in the workplace. So I encourage you to do the same. Go back through this, uh, apply that, and grab a copy of The Good Fight by Dan McCollum. It will really help you. And if this has been really helpful to you, this podcast, join us because we've got a growing community of people, growing in identity, growing in business, excellence, and growing in influence. So if you want to join that like-minded community, find out more, heaveninbusiness.com backslash free dash trial. And I hope to see you next week.